Hey, as I prayed about what to discuss this week, it was strongly on my heart to talk about learning to trust God with our futures, especially a future that may be filled with loneliness due to being single. I know you're going to be blessed by being reminded of what God says in his word regarding loneliness. And there are a few related books that I'd really like to share with you that have had a big impact on me. In fact, we're doing a giveaway this month of these three books as a bundle in a drawing for people who share a written review of our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or any one of the podcasting platforms. Then screenshot that written review and post it in our Christ-dependent single motherhood Facebook group. The first book in the bundle is Elizabeth Elliot's Suffering is Never for Nothing. The second is Mark Rogoff's book, Dark Clouds, Deep Mercy, which explores biblical lament. And the third is Unpacking Forgiveness by Pastor Chris Bronze. I highly recommend reading all three of these books if you want to be encouraged in your experience of suffering as a Christian single mother. But now, let's get to our episode. Hello and welcome to Christ-Dependent Single Motherhood. Are you feeling exhausted, overwhelmed, and longing for a safe community of believers? Do you sit up at night googling how to work and homeschool at the same time, or Bible verses on anxiety? Do you wish for a Titus II older woman to help you navigate this lonely parenting path? I'm Sarah, a veteran homeschooling mom, daughter of Christ, and no stranger to broken marriage. I know the heavy burden of shouldering a family alone. I only wanted to raise my children to love Jesus Christ, but I watched as my family crumbled in front of me. I didn't know who I could trust, but God provided the healing and discipleship I needed through mentors who spent years faithfully applying His Word to my heart like ointment to wounds. My desire is to use this podcast to share what I've learned, what I'm still learning. My prayer is that you'll be pointed to Christ, learn to forgive, find freedom from fear, and learn that we have a God who can be trusted. Make sure your earbuds are charged and grab your Bible. Let's walk this path together. Hello, my friends. You know, I was just saying to someone last week that it can be so simple to trust in Jesus Christ for his atoning work on the cross for our eternal salvation. But when it comes to trusting God for the things of this life, all the difficulties, 
all the unknowns, all the things we want to change, but really just can't, that can be a completely different matter. It's Almost as if we don't really believe God will act on our behalf for our good if we ask him, or that his ways are better than our ways. This idea that I can surrender, that I ought to surrender my circumstances to the Lord, letting those burdens roll off my back at the feet of Jesus has been a relatively new understanding for me and a new practice in these last several years. I always believed in the past, at my core, that I was the one who knew what was best, and that I ought to control the circumstances of my life. That led to much prayerlessness, as well as much heartache, as I tried to take the bull of life's direction by the horns. It also created many sleepless nights when I saw the reality many times that I couldn't influence the outcome of various situations. But I want to tell you here today that God can be trusted. I know that's something you hear me say every week as we close up the show, but he can be trusted forever and always. His affections for you are beyond what you could imagine, and he is with a certainty working all things out for the good of your life. If you belong to Christ by grace, through faith in his death and resurrection on your behalf. One of the things we struggle most with as single mothers is the future. A lot of unknowns are there, a lot of fears. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 and 6 clearly says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. There are three areas of our futures that come up most frequently, I think, and that can be really hard for us to trust the Lord in. I just want to talk about one of those a little bit today and see what the scripture says. Lord, help us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds through your word, by the power of your Holy Spirit. The first issue we struggle with trusting the Lord when it comes to the future is this question. Can I trust him if I am alone indefinitely? In our mind's eyes, we see the future stretching out before us. And even if we have freedom to remarry, we might have a hard time seeing that ever happening. At the same time, the children are rapidly growing up and will be leaving the home eventually if they haven't already, which is as it should be. Children aren't designed to stay at home, but to take flight and make lives for themselves. But that loneliness it aches. Now, I'm an introvert, and most of the time, as long as I stay busy doing the things I ought to be doing, I can be pretty content. I find a lot of joy in taking care of my family, in doing good work, and in helping others. But there are moments, especially after a really good conversation, when I get a little taste of what could be with another human being. 
and suddenly things seemed so dark, and the solitary state of my existence seems amplified. One of the things that seems most horrible to me is to be buried alone after death, almost as if that would symbolize having no deep and meaningful relationships on the human level in this life. Of course, that's ridiculous and false, but I decided to do a little bit of research just to encourage myself. And what I discovered is that the great hymn writer, Fanny Crosby, who wrote more than 3,000 hymns in her lifetime, actually spent many years of her life living separately from her husband and was finally buried alone. Now, we don't know the circumstances that led to their separation. The letters and other documents that might give some indication of what happened have all been destroyed. But here was a faithful woman of God who ministered to millions of people through these songs and whose earthly remains are lying quietly by themselves in a cemetery in Bridgeport, Connecticut. The original tombstone read, She hath done what she could. Is God there in my loneliness? And if he's there, is he sufficient to meet those needs? The cry of my heart for companionship, either by providing a spouse or simply by providing himself? How deeply does he care about my loneliness? Let's see what the scripture says. Psalm 25 verse 16 says, Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. The first truth about loneliness I'd like to bring out is, we are not alone in our loneliness. Feeling alone is very common to the human experience, even within marriage or surrounded by family. Even King David felt alone. He felt abandoned or betrayed by many of his human friends and by God. He even said in Psalm 27, My father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me up. But this brings me to the second truth about loneliness that we find in the scripture. The reality was for David, as it is for us, that God never abandoned him. Proverbs 18, 24 says, A man of many companions may come to ruin, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. Even though we can't see him, as 1 Peter 1 says, he's right there with us, closer than we can even imagine. Close your eyes if you're able and imagine Jesus Christ sitting next to you on the couch, standing next to you in the kitchen, present across from you in your vehicle as you're driving. That's how near our Savior is to us. And even nearer, closer than a brother, we are not alone. Third, God knows the longings of our hearts. Psalm 38 verse 9 says, O Lord, all my longing is before you. My sighing is not hidden from you. Psalm 56 verse 8 says, You have stored my tears in a bottle, 
And in Genesis chapter 16, verse 13, Hagar, rejected and alone in the wilderness with her son, calls God the name El Roy. You are the God who sees. Be comforted that the Lord is not ignoring your longings or your heartbreak. He loves you and he is taking your heart to his own heart. In fact, the fourth truth about loneliness we find in the Bible is that God is with us continually guiding and strengthening us and finally bringing us home to the place he has prepared for us. Psalm 73 verses 23 through 26 says, Nevertheless, I am continually with you. You hold my right hand. You guide me with your counsel, and afterward you will receive me to glory. Whom have I in heaven but you? And there is nothing on earth that I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. Fifth, God has a plan for our loneliness. And if we're in Christ, our loneliness will be used by God for good. And we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. That's straight from Romans 8 verse 28. I think about Job's suffering. He lost 10 children. His friends were no comfort at all. Most of them blamed him for his trials. Can you relate? His wife told him to curse God and die. There's no indication that Job got to understand the meaning behind what he suffered in his life. But do we know that there was a reason? Yes, we do. We get a little peek into the spiritual realm in the beginning of the book. We're not allowed to know everything that God was doing in Job's case. But I wonder if part of the message of the book of Job is that it's normal not to understand God's ways even as scripture assures us that God is faithfully at work for the good of those who love him, as well as being at work for his own glory. Finally, the sixth truth about loneliness from scripture is that if we are called to endure many years of being alone, even lifelong loneliness, God will strengthen us to endure it one day at a time. After they left Egypt, the children of Israel had to wander in the wilderness for 40 years before they reached the promised land. But God had promises for them during that wilderness time. He said in Deuteronomy 33:25, Thy shoes shall be iron and brass, and as thy days, so shall thy strength be. Their shoes didn't wear out that entire time they traveled in the desert, and it was decades. And God gave them exactly enough strength to endure the number of days he ordained for them. Isn't that reassuring? Remember what the Lord's Prayer says, Give us this day our daily bread. 
It's a lot like the manna in the wilderness that was provided only for that day except for a double portion the day before the Sabbath. God has a way of providing what we need, including the strength to endure just for that day and maybe just for that moment, but the strength is there always and he promises to be faithful. My friends, being on your own as a single mother is painful and dark at times. But remember that you're not alone in your loneliness. God hasn't abandoned you. God knows the longings of your heart. God is always with you. God has a plan for your loneliness and he will give you the strength to endure exactly one day at a time. If you've been uplifted in any way by this podcast, it would mean so much if you'd not only subscribe, but leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts. And if you're looking for a community of like-minded believing women on the same path as you, consider joining our Facebook group. A link is in the show notes. Until next time, remember, we have a God who can be trusted.